Welcome to the Principles of Success, and today we are talking about the importance of vulnerability. But being vulnerable is scary! I think the episode I'm airing before this one is about the fear of failure. Go re-listen to that one. This one is all about confronting the fear of not being vulnerable, because you can't build a good relationship without being vulnerable. Good luck making a sale without asking for the sale. Asking is a form of vulnerability. Good luck falling in love if your heart is locked in a cage with a giant castle and a moat protecting it. I'm sorry, you're not Princess Peach. Mario's not coming to save you. If you have a giant massive wall, a potential client or suitor is going to go somewhere else where it's not a giant massive wall. Because they don't want to be vulnerable either. Being vulnerable means being open, honest, and authentic with others, which can create a deeper connection and trust. When it comes to relationships, vulnerability can help you build a stronger bond with a potential partner. It will also help you communicate more effectively and resolve conflicts more easily. Additionally, being vulnerable can help you heal past traumas and create emotional and sexual intimacy. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Gentlemen, by being vulnerable, you can show a girl that you are trustworthy, willing to take risks. You are able to be emotionally present in the relationship. And when someone's vulnerable, other people open up. And they're vulnerable. So you can get closer to your partner. And you can build a deeper connection with them. Now don't push it. Let people, people have to be willingly open. You can't force them to share their deep, dark secrets with you. And don't share everything. There's a difference between being vulnerable and being a basket case. But relationships are messy. You're not going to get out of it without all sorts of drama, whether it's career drama or career relationships or dating relationships or family relationships. How much drama have you had with your family over the years? No, our family has perfectly gotten along for every single decade. We've never once not had arguments. We've never once had one of our siblings betray our trust, leave us hanging. I have a freaking fantastic family. My family's one of the best families ever. They still are human beings and have... We've all hurt each other many, many times. Maybe you got dumped and you so you built a nice wall to try and protect yourself because that hurt. So you have this big old castle with a moat. And you're going out to the dating world of being like, Hey, you're cute. You're funny. But I'm not going to try anything because... I don't want to get hurt again. I don't want to try and do business with you because the last person laughed me out of the room. Oh, and I just realized this. So last episode, we talked about false beliefs. Let's talk about, just as a quick add on to that, let's talk about uh, imposter syndrome. I'm not going to produce this podcast. I'm not going to write books because I'm not good enough for that. I can't, they'll know that I'm not actually successful. Let's let's use me as a personal example. I was nervous to do this season because 
I'm not married. Doesn't matter that I have some of the best relationships with tons and tons of people. But luckily for you guys, I don't have a castle. There's an episode that I recorded that I'm saving for much later in the season that I'm going to get in so much trouble for. If I had a castle, I'd never produ have produced that episode. And it's an important subject to talk about. You have to take the risk. You have to ask the girl out. You have to make yourself available to the boy. You have to make yourself go to the client and ask them to do business with you. You have to tell your friend that you're sorry and admit that you were a jerk. All of that's being vulnerable. You have to bury your weapons of singleness. You have to bury your weapons of fear, selfishness, trust, or lack of trust. Anger, desire, desiring to be in love, being in love with the sake of love. So what do I mean by weapons of singleness? The things that you use to fend off successful relationships. Like, no, you can't date me. That's scary. No, you can't do business with me. I'm looking for a very particular client, and you don't fit. No, we can't get married. You want me to give up my video games. Whatever you're using to brandish a sword in front of you to fend off the foes, you need to bury that if you want it to change. So now let's talk about what vulnerability is not. Vulnerability is not weakness. You have to be very brave to be vulnerable. Because you can't control what the other person is going to do. And some of the toxic ma macho men are like, you should never be weak. Don't show any weakness. Well, the next point is, you can't live life without being vulnerable. If you want to, especially if you want to be in love, you have to be vulnerable. Because you're giving your heart to the other person. Or even just be in loving relationships. That can include friends and family as well. You can't succeed in business without being vulnerable. You have to do things that leave you open to rejection and criticism. A boss who will never let themselves be vulnerable is a boss that will never apologize or admit that they were wrong. And you know those people. You want to smack those people. Don't be those people. Be vulnerable. Next point. We already talked about it a bit, but it's not full disclosure. You do not have to dump every single deep, dark secret you have. When you first meet a girl, you do not need to tell her of your fears of dying alone. You might say you've struggled with social anxiety, with being shy, but you do not be like, I've never had any friends. It's also not a bargaining chip. You do not be vulnerable to get something from them. Like, oh, I'll only tell you if you'll do this. That's called manipulation. It's also not only deep, dark emotions and memories. For example, you might have a really nerdy pastime, like for instance... After I finish recording this, I'm going to watch anime. A hot girl might look down on that. They might not. Maybe they like anime. Who knows? You don't know until you ask them. But if you're afraid of being vulnerable, if you're afraid of sharing who you are, then one, you're not going to share with whom, them who you are, and you're, so you're going to just try and keep that secret from them and have them like you, the version of you that you're portraying. But also, you're not going to get them to like you because the version you're portraying is scrubbed of all of the... I, I don't know what word I'm looking for. Um, pizzazz. Let's go with pizzazz. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. If you try and hide everything that makes you unique and special, pizzazz, you're not going to have pizzazz to entice them. You're going to come off all stifled and weird and boring because you're like, I can't talk about this one subject. If she finds out, she's not going to like me anymore. And there actually was, so I don't remember what TV show this was from, but, um, so the main character runs into a old, super nerdy friend of his, and he goes to their house for some plot-derived reason. And the super nerdy friend has no evidence that he's super nerdy, and he's all into sports, yeah! He's got a hot wife who also is all into sports. And then as the episode progresses, you find out that the nerdy friend has a secret nerdy lair with all of his nerdy stuff, and he's hiding it from his super hot, sporty wife. And then later in the episode, you find out that the super hot, sporty wife is also pretending to like sports and hates sports just as much as the other guy, and also has a super nerdy lair. So vulnerability is not just all of your baggage. It's sharing the things that you find passionate, that you find cool, that give you pizzazz because and it's important because maybe they have that same thing that they're interested in and that gives them pizzazz and if you don't bring it up you don't talk about it well then you guys will never know that you have that special bond and people like people who like the same things as them and that goes into the next subject the benefits of being vulnerable and that first one was basically what we just talked about and it Makes, it helps you find the people you want in life. But in addition to what we already talked about, if you're vulnerable and someone's not nice to you, you don't want them in your life anyway. Like, oh, I'm struggling really bad. Well, suck it up, deal with it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, thanks, I'm not going to reach out to you for help again. I'll go find someone else. By being vulnerable, you're able to build trust. You're able to build intimacy. Again, you can't fall in love if you are not vulnerable. If you make a mistake in business and you admit to it and tell the client that you're doing your very best to fix it, odds are they'll trust you more than if they find out you've messed up and tried to hide it. Same thing with relationships. If you mess up, tell your spouse. It builds empathy and understanding. You're like, oh, you're having a bad day? Is there anything I can do for you? Maybe I can lighten your workload a little bit. Maybe I can give you a hug. It also increases our self-worth or self-esteem. Instead of bottling everything up, you're actually expressing yourself. And going back to the false beliefs episode, when you share a false belief you have about yourself with somebody else, quite often they can help you work out that false belief. And it helps open us up for growth. You can't grow as a person unless you're vulnerable. You can't build muscle unless you tear it. You can't, you can't get the sale unless you ask for the sale. It also improves your health. When you're not bottling everything up, it improves your physical health. It reduces your stress, all that anxiety going on. Like, oh, I can't share that I like anime. What if she thinks I'm really weird? I can't tell her that I'm a little bit nervous on this date. Because then she'll think I'm a loser. And I'm going to act, instead of sharing with it, I'm going to act really weird and all anxious. And because I'm acting all really weird and anxious... She is going to think I'm a loser. And then I'm going to go home and beat myself up because I am a loser. Go re-listen to last, uh, the Last Principles episode. Quit believing your false beliefs. Be vulnerable. Be willing to share 
that you are afraid, that you're nervous. In fact, in the book, How to Win Friends and Influence People, he has an entire section talking about admitting to salesmen admitting that they're a little nervous to their big boss clients because, well, you're a very important man and I'm kind of nervous about that. And actually, that's not How to Win Friends and Influence People. It's uh, a different book, and I've also done a book review on that, and it is How I Raised Myself from Failure to Success in, Sa in Selling. It's written by a friend of, um, I'm spacing on his name, the, gu the guy who wrote How to Win Friends and Influence People helped this guy write the book because they're very similar outlines. That's why I was confused for a second. Anyway, I've done both book reviews on both of them. Go check out both of them. But being vulnerable is an important skill to develop. And yes, it is a skill. And just like any skill, what are the steps to developing it? Well, first, you have to be willing to actually practice it. You have to put in the work. You have to take the action. You have to actually do the things. You have to be willing to be vulnerable. If you're not willing to do it, you can't develop it. It also takes a little bit of self-awareness. You probably shouldn't tell your boss that you hate him and you don't want to work here. If sharing something big is too much for you, then you probably shouldn't share that quite yet. Build up to it. Share something much smaller. And then as you build that relationship with the person, as you build the skill of being vulnerable, then you can share that you have this big vulnerability and you're like, please don't stab it. And they've already proved to themselves that, or to you that they're probably not going to stab it. As you're developing vulnerability, respect boundaries. Don't force someone to listen to you. Don't force someone to share something. And have patience with yourself. Be compassionate with yourself. Just like any of the skills, especially any of the skills in relationships, it's going to take you a long time to develop them. Be patient. Work on it. And don't rush the in a relationship of, oh, we need to be vulnerable with, our, with each other. On the first date, I'm going to tell her how much I love her. Don't do that. Have some tact. And then when other people are being vulnerable with you, make sure you're actually listening to them. Give them the respect that is due when someone is being vulnerable. I've had many a girl confess their love for me. Don't be just like, no, you don't. Respect their feelings. Actively listen. And be kind. Be kind to yourself and be kind to others. And I think that's everything I have for this week. If you could go leave a wonderful review on either Spotify or Apple, that's where most of you guys are listening, it helps the show and I greatly appreciate it. Or you can share with your friends. Maybe you have some friends that need to be vulnerable. Whatever the case is, with that, I will see you all next week.